Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Pomaville. And joining us as always is the sports outsider, Phil Ranta. We're in a new studio. Yes. Welcome everyone to the Steve Sears Memorial Studio. Yes. It What's, used to be Steve's bedroom. Yep. And now it's a penthouse studio it with is. high-end electronics. Yeah. And all a, a, the fancy a, a stuff. Great tax write-off. Right? Yeah. The sound quality is a little different. Yep. Yeah, better. All of I the think. fancy stuff that you kept hidden while Steve was living here, now out and about. Yeah, the fine china, fine the silver, china, the silver, all of these things. Steve the good weed, the good weed. Didn't mean that, children out there. <laughs> Wait, we have an explicit tag. That's true. That's true. We're in your face. We're like Dr. Dre's. We have attitude. We do. Attitude and no gratitude. If if like a nine-year-old came up to me and was like, I like your podcast. I mean, that's never happened. But if it did, I'd feel uncomfortable. I'd be like, oh, there's a lot of stuff I talk about that I don't want to talk about in front of a nine-year-old. Well, you'd be uncomfortable because there'd be tenting in your pants. (laughs) That is is terrible. (laughs) Tenting in your pants. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a manzel today. And bags. Hey, you got too much stuff to carry? Why not put it something in a bag? Yeah. We have two sponsors. Johnny Manziel's very big athlete now. Yeah, I think, oh, he, yeah. Gets two I think he has the potential to be twice as big as Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. yeah. But you remember? half as big as bags. Well, yeah, bags, bags are, are everywhere. Bags remember, are all, everywhere. remember all the talk about how whoever drafted Michael Sam was going to create like a media circus and they were going to follow their team around everywhere? Yeah. You know who I haven't read a single story about uh, since the draft? Is Michael Sam. You know who I've read a lot of stories about? Tim Tebow. No. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. since the okay. draft, there's been a lot of stories. I'm learning about sports. And, and Johnny Manziel. And I'm just sort of like, everyone fixated. Johnny Manziel, clearly the bigger media circus. Johnny Manziel likes to party. He likes, he likes to party. The Vanga boys are coming, and everybody something. Uh, much is being made about Johnny Manziel's lifestyle, which involves being a first-round draft pick, working out at Brown's training camp, and enjoying his weekends. Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, apparently he spent last weekend carousing in Texas, going to the X Games in Austin. Ooh, Ooh how juicy. Yeah. Do you think he skateboarded with wrist guards? Probably. <laughs> I would hope so. And an NBA Finals game in San Antonio, where sources say they serve alcohol. <gasps> What? He shouldn't be drinking. Well, hold up, hold up, hold up. It gets worse. A few weeks prior to this, he was in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is colloquially referred to as Sin City. Oh, Oh, that's where people do bad things. And it's hypothesized that while there, the 21-year-old drank alcohol and gambled. What? As a 21-year-old? That's almost illegal. The fact that either of those things is legal at all is just a sign of our moral decay. What next? Jazz music? One hopes not. Yeah. yeah. So it's getting a lot of media attention, but thankfully, someone has come to Manziel's rescue. The ever level-headed beacon of truth, Broadway Joe Namath. Ooh. It's about time. <laughs> when Weird asked sportsman. about Manziel's off-the-field activities, Namath said, I want to kiss you. <laughs> no, he says... He uh, leads every conversation with that, in fairness. Right. No, he actually said, what difference does it make? Really, it is an example of different eras and times. 
Now can I kiss you? <laughs> uh, football is a sport, but it is also showbiz. It is entertainment, Namath said. Phil, does this guy get it? He gets it. Give him some room, Namath said. I've been to Vegas. You guys have probably been to Vegas. At his position, he's not entitled to be a regular guy at 21 years old. Everything's blown out of whack. Uh, in what is likely the most reasonable thing Joe Namath has ever said. Yeah. Yeah. And also the name of his autobiography, Blown Out of Whack, <laughs> the Joe Namath story. <laughs> I'd love him on my team, Namath said, praising Manziel's ability to keep plays alive. And while we're at it, I'd like his knees, too. Oh. Joe Namath has very bad knees. Always I, I gathered bad that. I very bad that, knees. He's, but I've he's, gathered it. He's old. My, he's, my dad always told me a story about watching Joe Namath play for Alabama in the national title game and how he, like, you know, was limping down the field and I got to the one-yard line. And that was in college. If you have bad knees in college, oh boy, that's trouble. Yeah. But what does Browns head coach Mike Patin think? That's what I say after everything I hear. What does Browns head coach Mike Patin think? Right. But you, it's it's it getting used. To, it's now what does Browns head coach Mike Patin think? It used to you have to have to say like, oh, what is is Buffalo Bills defensive coordinator Mike Patin think? Right. Mike Patin hashtag athlete food pod. <laughs> I would become concerned if it was something criminal. Or if it was something that affected his job, he said. I think there are a lot of guys, if, when they leave here and they were followed around, you'd get some similar pictures. I don't know about an inflatable swan, but I think you'd still get some pictures. He was referring to a picture of him at a nightclub where he's in an inflatable swan. Ooh. Drinking an alcoholic drink. Not too bad. After giving the quote, Johnny Manziel jumped in and started saying, Stop looking at me, swan! Stop (laughs) looking at me, swan! (laughs) Billy Madison. And Coach Patine said, I know, Billy Madison. I get it, Johnny. Just please go go back to (laughs) talking. Stop looking at me, swan! That was better. That was really yeah, good. Yeah, it's not bad, right? Gotta gotta say though, could there I'm be I'm a big baby. My name's Adam Sandler from the nineties. <laughs> that was remarkably accurate. Yep. Could there be a worse head coaching job to walk into in your first year? Detroit no? Lions. Oh, fair point. Johnny Manziel, update watch update. The Johnny Manziel, update watch update, brought to you by Manziel's put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And bags. Hey, Mr. Two Hands, why don't you free up one of them? Love that drop. Yeah. yeah. That is some creative Bags advertising. Are so that useful. Yeah. Incredibly useful. What do we have on the show today? Uh, well, we have back uh, Chris Humphreys. Oh, my one favorite guest. One of our guest. all-time what? favorite guests. Chris a guy Humphreys that I back. hope we have coming back to the show time and Such time again. Such a nice guy. Such I am nice so guy. glad to talk about the NBA Finals. we got a pretty exciting NBA yeah, Finals. Yeah, and we're going to, yeah, gonna, yeah a lot of very exciting NBA Finals thus far. A lot Spurs of are big, looking good. Can't count out the heat. You can't count out the heat. So uh, he's going to break it all down for us. He is, of course, a professional basketball player. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. We, we also have on uh, Luis Fernandez, the deputy sports minister of Brazil. Oh, I feel uh, so bad for this yeah, guy. Yeah, I feel so bad for that guy. We had him um, on once before. But he he now he knows that it's um, obviously it's it's already started. Uh, yeah, and so he's going to fill us in. And now that they've actually officially kicked off, how all the everything finished up for the most part. I, I hope it's good. Yeah, I hope, I hope, I hope for too. his sake it's good. Yeah. And uh, do we have a weird sportsman, Phil? You goddamn right, we do. All right, and I'm I'm sitting here uh, a Twitter as to what he could possibly be. A Twitter? We, yeah, we hashtag athlete food. Pump. Yeah, a Twitter. We never know who the the weird sportsman's going to be. Well, this it's week a doozy. Is no different. All right. News, news, news on the Sports 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 Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Donald Sterling goes back on his deal to sell the Clippers. What? Subheadline. He actually reneged, but that would have been too uncomfortable to say in a headline about Donald Sterling. <laughs> That's a good Absolutely. joke. 
Sub sub headline: Donald Sterling has unseated Donald Glover for the top spot of Google's auto fill in when Donald is typed. Oh, hey! Donald Glover earned that. spot. I was gonna say yeah. like I was Donald. Nope, Donald Sterling now first name. If you That's type in too Donald, bad. Really and bum- forget about the duck. He's gone. Oh, he old news. Yeah, old news, Phil. He's old hat. He's withdrawn his support for the sale and is back to suing the NBA for one billion damn dollars. That's well, it. he did get totally lowballed by Steve Ballmer. <laughs> I mean. Got offered a pittance for his franchise. Right. $2 billion. Uh, Donald Sterling's just flat-out exhausted attorney, Max Bletch- Belcher? Bletcher? Ah. Bl- well, let's go with Bletcher. Said, <laughs> said uh, we have been instructed to prosecute the lawsuit. <laughs> and I assume he said this over the phone. And uh, while he was doing so, he did suicidal pantomimes for fellow lawyers watching him on the conference call. Yeah. They all <laughs> had the gun in the mouth. mouth they were giggling. You know? Yeah. What, are you kidding? He's going to bill so many hours. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I think someone like him has other billionaire clients who aren't oh, jerks. Right. Yeah. They know that. They're it's like, not like this is his, his American tobacco. This is not his lucky yeah. strike. That's all of his billables. <laughs> yeah, um, madman. Uh, anyway, uh, so now apparently Donald Sterling believed that if he agreed to sell the team, this is what Donald Sterling believed, the NBA would revoke its lifetime ban and $2.5 million fine, which he apparently mistook for leverage <laughs> and not a punishment, which is what it was. Right, yeah. Uh, well, he's really probably most concerned about that $2.5 million fine. <laughs> no, it's just eating at him. Yeah. You don't become a billionaire by paying fines. No, That's true. absolutely you, not. You get it by making money. You skimp and you save <laughs> and you do it right. And four starving children in third world countries into your minds. You, yes. You, That's how you become a billionaire. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, don't worry about having to, him to explain himself in interviews. The syntax there wasn't correct. He's released a statement entitled, all caps, Why I am fighting the NBA? The NBA wants to take away our privacy rights and freedom of speech. Oh, wow. All hey, caps. That's the go. title. Okay, so let's unpack this together. Okay. Like a family. Yeah. Okay. Like we used Eating to. Eating good in the neighborhood. I was brought up in America and educated to believe that every citizen has a right to privacy and a right to freedom of speech. As a lawyer and citizen, I am shocked, parenthetical, but not surprised, that the NBA wants to take away those fundamental rights. Note how he, he points out that he's a lawyer. Right. This is a play for sympathy. He right. knows how much everyone likes lawyers, so he's going to try and play that yeah. card. And he pretended that he was better than everyone by saying, and not surprised, yeah. in parenthesis. Also, I think we'd like to say now, the Constitution protects you from shit like jail time, right. not the consequences of a private nonprofit club for you and other billionaires. Right. They can totally kick you out of that for being racist. I they thought can, this was America. Right? They can kick you out of that for almost anything, really. Sterling continues. I feel that every American has to protect those rights and that the NBA should not be allowed to take away those rights. I have apologized for my mistakes. My apology apology is sincere. I want every American to know I will not give up fighting for those rights. I also feel that the leadership of the NBA is incompetent in spirits and angry. It is clear that they took this opportunity to settle the personal grievances they have harbored against me for years. I, for one, as an American, I'm glad somebody is willing to fight for my rights. Wait, it's Donald Sterling? (laughs) I thought it was the troops. Or like the ACLU. Yeah, I nope. did not think no, it was No, the Donald troops are also fighting for America. <laughs> okay. Fuck Donald you. Sterling just is just like the troops. Right? <laughs> also, Fuck you, Abe Lincoln. Move on over. <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town. Yeah, there's a new daddy in town, a disciplined daddy. If this was just an elaborate con for the NBA to get rid of Donald Sterling for being a dick, yeah. Adam Silver 
I have seriously underestimated you. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Yeah. He continues, the NBA has a history of discriminatory practices, which is being supported by numerous lawsuits filed by NBA employees claiming gender-based discrimination. Adam Silver has worked for the NBA since 1992. He must know about the discriminatory practices of this the NBA. This is Donald Sterling saying this? Yes, which are all matters of public record. The reason Adam Silver is focused on the sale instead of the larger social issue is because doing so would require him to examine the NBA's own discriminatory discriminatory practices. It's funny that Donald Sterling would bring up discriminatory lawsuits. Wait, and the NBA doesn't let black people go into Instagrams either? (laughs) Including those that occurred under his many years of leadership. If the NBA is sincere about their approach, Adam Silver needs to publicly examine the NBA's own conduct and the conduct of each and every owner. I don't know, the whole wait around for a tape of a racist remark to appear kind of works. I feel like that's the game policing itself. Well, (laughs) I mean, really, yeah, should have done it when it was, you know, a right. matter of public I never record. I like the, and... the argument either where it's like, well, everyone else is doing it too, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I should do it. For now, it seems, Adam Silver is content to focus with focusing his energy on violating my rights, attempting to take my property, and signing autographs for TMZ. Maybe once the dust settles, he will have some time to focus on the NBA's own transgressions. He signed an autograph for TMZ? I think he's just embarrassing himself now. He yeah. does not know what TMZ is. He clearly does not yeah. understand. He's TMZ. signing autographs for those TMZs. Uh, Must be Harvey initials Levin. for somebody. <laughs> yeah. The NBA continues to, stri- to thrive and exact its reign of terror, in large part from the money it receives from the fans. The NBA is a band of bullies and hypocrites. Mm-hmm. Yikes! I think this is thrown in because calling someone a bully is called is like the new homophobe. Yeah, yeah. Homophobe out, bully in. Bully now the worst thing you can be. It's also one where I mean I got called a bully once, and afterwards I was just sort of thinking, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bully. They will not stop until someone stands up. They have taken the liberty to desecrate my privacy rights and my right to own property. I have no doubt that they will continue to find new ways to violate my rights and the rights of any person in order to draw attention away from their discriminatory and repulsive conduct. The rights of any person who is also saying horrible things about black people publicly. (laughs) That's right. Donald Sterling uh, believes the NBA is doing a false flag operation here. Right. Even I think that's absurd, and I think David Stern is currently running a puppet regime. Right. I Mm. don't think this was false flag on NBA's (laughs) part. Uh, We have – to fight for the rights of all Americans. We have to fight <laughs> these despicable monsters. Wow. All caps. This is the reason I will not sell my team. Donald T. Sterling. Uh, I think to reiterate, you are not fighting for my rights. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say no. And fighting monsters is under the jurisdiction of the Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's uh, true. I will have to say, though, I mean, just as a, as a, as a document, I mean... You think of the great American, you know, speeches, the the the, the Declaration of Independence as a oh, document, yeah. you know, the Gettysburg, Gettysburg Address. Address. Yeah. I have a I dream. Have a dream speech. Yeah. All pale in comparison. Yeah. The George Clooney Oscar speech <laughs> oh, where he said God. that Hollywood cured AIDS. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Brilliant all of them, but yeah. this taking it to a new level. Um I just I find it funny because it's sort of like really they're offering Donald like the, the way this could go is like they could force a sale. Or over the next, like, five years, the value of his franchise would completely erode because, like, players would opt out of their contracts. Nobody right. would sign with them. The fans would stop going to games. Like, there's another path where you can't maintain ownership of the team, Donald, and it's it's ugly. And you think <laughs> and someone it, like him would understand how the free market would operate in right. this situation. Like, you could sell for $2 billion now, or you can be a real dick about it and sell for, like, a couple hundred million, like, five years from now. 
options yours i mean it's not really this is why the uh, because the other owners are like we don't want you to screw our franchises in the process but uh but it's it's really interesting how delusional he is he stays oh. the owner there's no way blake griffith is jumping over a kia you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Absolutely. It's not going to happen. There's no way Blake Griffith stays in L.A. Like, all of these players are going somewhere else if he remains the owner. They will find a way to get out of their contract. I'm pretty sure if you find out that your boss is a inveterate racist, you can get out of whatever contract you signed. I the think LA you can Clippers legally... are going to become the first Aryan basketball team. Right, exactly. Guess what's not going to work out very well? <laughs> so what you're saying is I don't have to pay my student loans anymore if I can prove that the person I took the loan out from is a horrible racist? Um, you could try. I'll be right back. Okay, joining us now, uh, back again, uh, one of our all-time favorite guests. He is our favorite guest. He's our all-time favorite out there. guest. Love having you on the show, Chris Humphrey. To be honest, you guys just made me blush. Oh, hey, hey. I've got blush in my cheeks. Now I'm all pink. You're all <laughs> you, rosy-cheeked, you. Rosy, yeah. healthy pink. I'm like uh, Santa Claus yeah. in my face. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you on because you, as a, uh, are you on the Nets now? Yeah, I'm on the Nets now. <laughs> yeah. That's the team that I play for in basketball. So, but it's the off season for you. However, we are in the thick of the NBA Finals. It's Absolutely, NBA Finals time. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. So we want to get some of your opinions as a professional basketball player on the NBA Finals. Yeah, and as per usual, just like you'd expect, I got the poop on Hollywood. Oh no, 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 that's, no, no. That's no. wrong in two ways. What we then? we don't <laughs> like that you calling your segment on that when we do Hollywood and sports with you. Also, we're not talking about that today. We wanted to talk about the NBA Finals. There's a lot yeah. going no, on we'll here. We'll get to that. This we'll is the, the association to be showcase. Honest, there's a lot of things to say about the NBA Finals. There's teams that are like gladiators going head-to-head inside of the arena with tigers and stuff. It's no tigers. Extremely generic analysis. But first, we, we haven't caught up on Hollywood in so long. I thought that I'd catch okay, you Okay, well, yeah. So what, what is it you want to talk about with Hollywood? There's this wedding that happened called Kim Ye's Wedding. Oh, this isn't healthy, Chris. No, yeah, this that's is not. My we ex. really, you know, yeah. here's the thing. This is the first time my we didn't that, accidentally that bring that it jerk. up. Yeah, you've brought it up. That I have to, you, you know, you guys are kind of like my therapist. We've gathered that. Yeah, yeah. So I have to work out some stuff on here. I can't work it out all on the court because if I punch people in the face there with my words, then their feelings will get hurt. <laughs> right, and we don't yeah. want you hurting people's feelings. No. That'd yeah. be wrong. So I got to do it here where I can hurt people's feelings out in the out in the internet. On your podcast. Right. Okay. okay All right. Uh, well, the, 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 it tracks. Well, the reasoning I'll tracks. Through, I'll get through this quick. Yeah, why don't you talk about Kim Ye's wedding for a little, and then so we'll then move on to the NBA Finals. we can talk about the NBA yeah. Finals. Yeah. So Kim, Kim Ye's wedding, because now one person, they molded together like two colors of Play-Doh that you smashed into yeah. one little jar. Did you have a joint name with her? Oh, yeah. We did. What was it? It was uh, Chrisum. That's terrible. Chrisum Kardashian me. <laughs> You know, you could have workshopped it with could've us. Could have workshopped but. it, but that's okay. I didn't know you guys back then. Back then, I was I was making my own poop on Hollywood. Really okay. don't they like you calling terrible, the segment they got Terrible married, turn of phrase. They got married on May 24th in Florence, Italy. Okay, the home a few of weeks assholes. ago. No, no, they, it's, it's, uh, oh, it's Italy, the home of Michelangelo. Yep, it's a Michelangelo yeah, city. The, the Duomo, yeah. I believe, is there. Yep, and the they're Duomo? both by, com- now, they, before that, they were totally cool. I was cool with Michelangelo. I was like, <laughs> I was like, you, you eat pizza, you use nunchucks, it's totally cool. Different Michelangelo. Yeah, different but then, Michelangelo now I'm entirely. like, you must be a dick, Michelangelo, because you came from a place where Satan married Satan part two. 
All right. To yeah. be honest, they which are not is, good people. Which one is Satan and which one is Satan Part 2? Oh, Kanye West and Satan Part 2. Okay. All because right. the sequel's always worse, right? Because the sequel's always worse. Yeah. It's true. They So Kim and Kanye picked out the gowns for the pride, bridesmaids. What controlling assholes. Yeah. And, I mean, <laughs> right? that's pretty standard. You should let people wear what they want. Well, I They're know. They're going to be on television, for Christ's sake. Well, right, Kanye's, but Bridesmaids. A fashion icon. Yeah, he's yes, a fashion icon. He comes up with a lot of great ideas. And, you know, Bridesmaids, you all want them uniform. Uh, to be right? honest, bright ideas and their names have never been in the same sentence. Their bright idea would be jumping off a very tall bridge into alligator water. <laughs> that that would a, be something. That was not okay, a good idea at that. all. Hey, here's something. Kim's younger brother, Rob Kardashian, wasn't at the wedding. Oh, why is that? Because Rob Kardashian must be better than them. <laughs> that is. Because they were all at their idiot wedding, exchanging <laughs> dumb rings to show how stupid they are. Okay, well, what, what can you tell us about the wedding? I mean, it was probably a pretty lavish affair. I remember seeing a lot of media about oh, it. Oh, the wedding was beautiful in the same way that if you cover a prostitute in gold, she probably looks beautiful, too. I'm hearing a lot of anger here. No, yet. there's no anger. I'm just giving the poop on Hollywood. Right, okay. but I feel like you're kind of coming from a biased place. No, I'm no yeah. different than TMZ's reporting. Did you read that? Woof. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, I did well, not. Okay. Well, then yeah. clearly you don't have the poop on Hollywood. I do not. All right. Well, I mean, so moving on then, what what can you say maybe There were about- people I liked there. Mm-hmm. Like who? The Karate Kid was there. Jaden Smith. Oh, I thought you were saying, uh, was it Rob Macchio? Jaden Smith, that's Will Smith's kid, it's right? Will Smith. Was Will Smith there? Uh, we uh, haven't been determined yet. That was a bad Scientists parent. Scientists are researching. <laughs> researching. They're looking back at the tape. Okay. It's like the, the Bruder film. People are going to study it for years to come. <laughs> okay. What to was... be honest, I don't think JFK, I think JFK killed himself. That's... That is... No. We... Jaden Smith was there. Okay. He was wearing a white Batman costume. That's cool from two angles. What? Yeah. What are they? Because he's a karate kid. He's dressed as Batman. The okay. two of the greatest <laughs> yeah. franchises in movie history. He I wore a that. white Batman outfit to a wedding. Yeah, that's well, insane. To be honest, nobody's taking this wedding that seriously. If you're Jaden, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> to be honest, I've been in a wedding with Kim Kardashian too. I should not have taken it as seriously as I did. Okay, that was a big mistake on you my part. You should have worn a white and Batman suit. Part. I should have. If I wore a Batman thing, I'd have something fond to remember. And a Batman suit. Yeah, it's okay. true. So what can you tell us about Tim Duncan's play in the post thus far? Uh, uh, Kim Duncan's play in the post? I Tim. Say Kim, I said Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan Tim of Duncan? the San Antonio I I Spurs. Tim Duncan. No, we did not. No. Because you maybe have Kim Kardashian. Do you know that Kanye game? gave a 45-minute toast that was mostly to himself? What? Okay. Yeah. He was like, this is why I'm great. And I went, I was sitting there thinking about it, just being like, I wish someone yelled liar. A bunch of times. That's what I would have done. I wasn't invited. I would have gone anyway. Did you Did you try to crash this wedding? Because yeah, it really sounds like you were watching from the outside. I had to get the poop on Hollywood. Okay. I was there with my little recorder. You Again, remember that when Home s- Alone Part 2 when he had that little recorder it thing? It was called a talk boy, yes. It was a talk yeah. boy. I was in there with my talk boy recording so that I could make good radio. That were you recording movie. it on slow so you could play it? At so it normal sounds speed. like a deeper voice. Yeah, well, that I, was funny. <laughs> Get out of here, you nosy little per- pervert. <laughs> Get out of here, you nosy little pervert. Yeah, or I'll slap you Philly. That was in that movie. Then he did the thing with the, yeah. They yeah. danced to five songs. 
to John Legend, who was playing on a marble piano. John Legend was marble. actually there. Yeah, he was there. And, and he was he tickling was the marble? Played, I was He probably played all of me five times because a lot of the songs are sad. That's really stupid. Marble's not going to resonate. No. Like a marble is a terrible thing to build a piano out of. You know what's also a terrible thing to build a human out of? Kim Kardashian meat. <laughs> the terrible thing to build a human out of. Okay. Right, Makes Chris, for bad it, Maybe we could get to just talk a little bit about LeBron James's play. Yeah. In the NBA Finals thus Which far. It's been right. a big I'm topic. I'm sorry, guys. I feel I got to be honest with you guys. To be honest, I feel like I kind of hijacked this interview with my own means. I uh, feel like you did. A little yeah. bit. I feel like I did. Listen, how about this? How about we compromise? Yeah. Why don't you talk about something else from the entertainment world, okay, that you might want to bring up, and, and we won't talk about the NBA Finals because you're clearly preoccupied here. But you, we got to really get you guys? off this wedding. We got to get you off this wedding. You're such a good friend of mine that you're going to let me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're not entertainment just, just people. Go, but go ahead. Maybe I'm somewhere feeling, where sports and entertainment cross. Well, now you now you're just making me you're making me okay. I will. Uh, there was um, Irish golfer Rory <laughs> McIlroy. Yep. He called off his marriage to Danish tennis star Caroline Wozniacki. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, that happened sort of before that. Yeah, yeah, it happened before that. There was a called off marriage. Between a popular athlete and some bitch. <laughs> well, you know, it's good. I know that that happens. <laughs> you know, it's good because they called it no. off before the wedding. Because yeah. God knows if you go you know through why? with the wedding and he, then you get divorced you know immediately be after. If they then made an E special out of it that you keep on your DVR because you're afraid that if you uh, delete it, then you might need something for your actor's reel because you were acting so happy that day that you might want to cut it into a reel if you want to be an actor. Chris, yeah. it makes me very sad. Yeah, but Rory did not make that mistake. He understood that he was not in love with this woman, and he cut it off before they got married. You really have to admire that sort of self-awareness. You know, sometimes you gotta. it's better to break it off early than get married. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine like getting married to a woman you're not really in love with and then having the marriage like fall apart? After Almost what? like instantaneously. Yeah, like, like instantaneously, the sort of public shame, especially for a celebrity like this. That yeah. You might... Now I feel even worse now. Oh, that makes me shit, Chris. What, um, you went through. I, I completely so forgot about sorry. that. I am so like that was malicious. sorry. No, I mean, I really just, oh, God, because that's exactly what happened you. know to you. what? I'm retiring from the podcast. No, no, Chris, no, Chris, Chris. The podcast. You I felt can't like do before, that. I felt like you no, got the oddest mistakes, and now I feel like it's more, you know what? I'm gonna have the poop on Hollywood elsewhere. No, Chris, no, please yep. don't we go want, to Grantland. No, Whatever I'm you going. do, don't go to Grantland. <laughs> that leaving. would just break my you know fucking this heart. This is it. This is it. No. I'm done with the sports, sports, oh, sports God, podcast. Please don't go to Grantland anywhere but Grantland. Tweet at Sports the Number Three Podcast with Save Chris. That's F-A-V-E-K-R-I-S. Save Chris. If you don't, I retire forever. I'm leaving. To be honest, no. you guys were jerks this time, and I'm not no, going to forgive sorry. you. Unless the Twitterverse wants me to get the poop please, on Lost Chris, State. don't rely Chris, on the Twitterverse. Chris, we want you, leaving. We want your poop on us. Joining us now on the podcast is Luis Fernandez. I believe he's the deputy sports minister yep, uh, of, Brazil. of Brazil. Yes, this is my second time here. Yep. Uh, uh, the first time here, yes. 
First time, I believe you were mistaken. You you thought you had an extra year to oh, prep for the yes, World Cup. Oh, yes, I got the year of the World Cup incorrect. Yeah. Uh, wow, was that a big realization? It was uh, what you uh, call life-altering. Well, I'm glad we could <laughs> give you the, uh, you know, yeah. the heads up. Breaking story. Yeah, look <laughs> alive. You broke, broke the story. And, yes, and I'm sure you went back to work. I'm sure you worked hard. Uh, I remember you telling us you had six people in your staff. I imagine you all worked very hard. Oh, yes, we all got mono. Oh, I'm that, sorry. Yep. Could we not be worse mono. timing for you to get mono. Yes, I was. I was here in America. I kissed a blonde girl. Oh, that's and terrible. Now and then I you get run down. Your immune yes, system. Everybody else oh. got it down there. Yeah. Luis. Oh yes, it was. We did not get to put in as much work as we wanted to. Okay, but I mean, the the World Cup has started. It yeah. started. Yes, it's uh, the twentieth World Cup yep. ever. It's, it's very true. exciting. I know the first, uh, I believe, major match is going to be between your country, Brazil, yes. and Croatia. It, uh, this is what we uh, we have a saying in Brazil that it uh, is held together with duct tape and paper clips. It's a Brazilian oh, saying. That's a Brazilian saying. Is that we. Um, you know, there's the tape that's very strong. Yes, yeah, duct tape. There is a uh, paper clips that are very weak. It's like uh, if a car breaks and then you duct tape and put paper clips. That's our World Cup. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Go I on. mean, we want to check in with you because you know it's been a a few months since yes. we last talked to you. Yeah, and there's World still Cup. swirling controversy. Did about... not make a lot of progress. That is accurate. <laughs> yes. Okay. We, well, uh, I mean, not because... what we were asking, but thank you for being forthright. Yeah. No, we uh, there was a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, as I mentioned, kidnappers. Yeah. Very difficult to catch. <laughs> yeah. Very difficult. You can't just get a dog catcher's net and go chase them around the streets as they wear signs that say kidnapper. Right. If you could, there'd be no kidnappers. There'd be no kidnappers. Yeah. I'd love to get rid of all kidnappers. Yeah. I could snap my fingers. But speaking of the crime issue, so yep. a lot of people are wondering what are you maybe going to do the 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 Mare uh, favela in Rio de Janeiro. Uh, you know, one of the most ghetto, yeah, yes. yeah, just a notorious ghetto. Uh, you're going to have a lot of international fans around. What are your plans to deal with the Mare favela to make sure there's not any sort of incident? It's been dealt with. It's Whoa. already been Whoa. Done. Look, at yeah. Look at that. Had mono and you still took care Luis, of the most intractable you're on problems the ball. It's true. Yeah. I'm on the ball. We take a we took a giant tarp, just put it over over the Mare Favela. You, you threw a tarp, tarp over it. Yep. Are there are people that, that live there, Luis? Yeah. yeah, but most of them are kidnappers or <laughs> uh some of them are uh people who owe child support. Uh okay. Yeah, they're not it's not uh, they they wind it first. And then they, uh, I think they've gotten used to it. It's kind of like, I think that the darkness made them think it's nighttime all the time, so they sleep more. Like birds. Like birds, yes. Okay. You cover a bird's eyes, it falls asleep. So, uh, so your solution to intractable poverty was simply to throw a tarp over the offending neighborhood. That was, yes, that, that solved the problem. Okay, I just wanted to... It's very hard to commit crime when you're under a very heavy tarp. You know, okay. but like, what about the protesters? Yeah, the people the protesters. who are saying, oh, like... Oh, you're talking about the fans. No, we're no, talking about the protesters. I mean the protesters. Ah, all I see are fans. Loud, angry, screaming fans that are so excited about the sport of football. I don't know that yep. that's true. They are mostly angry, I think. No, about some the of them have interesting signs, but they're fans. I think they're angry they're about totally the poverty yeah, in your unrelated. country and in your city that isn't being dealt with in favor of building oh. glamorous, gleaming gems in the form of World Cup stadiums. Yeah. Hey, believe believe you me, if they're not under the tarp, they're fans. <laughs> hey. The ones that are under the tarp, the their protest uh, songs go like this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, speaking That's what uh, somebody sounds like on the Speaking the of the the stadiums, you renovated several existing soccer stadiums. You've built, I think, five new stadiums. Yes. What can you tell us about the new we facilities? Were very bi- we we had to hire out for that because we all had terrible mono. <laughs> yes, that you brought back from yep. America. What can you tell us about these new stadiums that are upsetting protesters and that the funds are going to? Well, we've got the uh, Arena Fantanova in Salvador. Okay. What can you tell us about that? Don't go in there. What, what, what do you, the, just don't, World Cup's just, already started. No, it's it's one of the stadiums. I really would. Don't go in there. Just you have to trust me on this one. Just don't. Go okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. We won't go in there. Uh, what about what about some of the other ones? The Arena uh, Pernambuco. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It's a it's a beautiful stadium. The soccer, uh, as you call it, the soccer, <laughs> the yeah. football, uh, would be fantastic. But okay. you know, um, just don't uh, don't jump up and down too much. Seems like that's done. probably going to happen a lot at a soccer no, game. No, no, no. I mean, fans, you, like, they cheer for goal no, scores. You, everyone's jumping and cheering. They, yeah, they it seems songs, like there's no sing. way you look, could stop look, that look, from look, happening. No, if you hear, a, uh, like, a, um, a creaking sound, like, <laughs> maybe you uh, you should start heading for the exit. You might not be able to hear that because people fashion. like the Vuvuzelas. Oh, you will hear the creaking sound. I was a little quiet for your microphones, but it sounds like this. It, yes, it kind of sounds like you're not terribly confident in the structural integrity of that stadium. Uh, we, uh, in fairness, though, I had mono. I was very sleepy. <laughs> I um, I took a lot of naps during that time. Oh, okay, all right. Uh, yes, uh, the Arena Pantan- uh, <laughs> Pantanal okay. uh, in Cuevala. <laughs> uh, uh, we can't find that stadium anymore. What do you mean you can't it's find it? I mean, it's a uh, stadium. We know, no, we know it's been built. I got the invoice. <laughs> Um, but uh, it's somehow not where we thought. That's Hopefully, hey, hey, we'll find it. I was gonna it's say it's an incredible problem yet. to have for no. a stadium. Uh, stadiums don't just, uh, as we say in Brazil, pick up legs and walk away. Right. It's, a, it's yeah. a, actually a common saying in America Very as well. Very common yeah. saying in Brazil. Uh, <laughs> so we'll find it in time. It's okay. Okay. We did not have a lot of preparation time. <laughs> yeah, the the we, mono did not help. <laughs> yeah, it we did were, not help. We were have you aware. ever had mono before? I've never had I, mono. I, I have, actually. It's, a, it's fun to get and hard to have. <laughs> okay. All yeah. right. Because it's the kissing disease. And then there's the Arena de Amazonia. Okay. In Manaus. Ooh. And the Arena uh, de Duna in Natal. Okay. Uh, we can't find those either. That is how, how do you, how do you lose a stadium? Three, three no, look, five. Oh, everybody judging me. Everybody <laughs> judging me. No, 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 no. no. It's just uh, we're not judging you. It's yeah. just they're large. They, they don't they don't even move like a car. A car is a large yeah, thing. You could possibly don't lose move it. And they're extremely large. It's very expensive to build. Look, when you have mono, you could sleep up to uh, 18 hours a day. I had mono. I was sleeping See? 20. Yeah. yeah. And the rest of the time you don't feel great. No, no, no. Uh, what are you? Are you like driving through uh, Amazonia and going like, oh, I'm going to go uh, stadium no, hunting. I, I, got I was so watching energy. videos from Movie Warehouse. That's and- what I was doing. There's still Video <laughs> Warehouse in Brazil. 
I was amazing. I was renting many. Have you seen the Hangover trilogy back to back to back before? No, no, it's still not good. It gets worse with every movie. Yep, it does. What I watched was Tombstone. Was a big one for me. Tombstone. I've got two guns, one for the each of you. I watched it as well. Doc Holliday, Bell, Bell Kilmer. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, I'm your Huckleberry. It's a, yeah, I should not have watched. I should have focused on the World <laughs> Cup more. Yeah. But instead, I learned many lines from many movies. Okay. Um, well, you know I'm, what? You know, just don't go. Just don't go to the World Cup. Well, no, I, but, but like like people are already going, yeah, Luis. Like people have bought people tickets. They die. bought their, their World Cup a tickets, their airline tickets. Are die. Oh, that's a terrible that's attitude a, to yeah. take, Luis. No, you know what? I'll look at the glass half full. Yeah, people are coming to your country. Some they people can... won't die. They I mean, might have a great time in your country. They're coming. Yeah. They're going to experience Brazil for the first time. Rio de Janeiro, right? Yeah. Oh, there's still a lot of kidnappers out there. Do not leave your children or wife or yourself unattended. Honestly, given and by what unattended, I mean uh, in anything that doesn't have a gun. And really, you should probably stay away from the tarp, right? Yeah. Oh, if you uh, you can step on the tarp, <laughs> just don't go under the tarp. The tarp is a it's it's a good divider. Okay, well, hey, Luis, thank you for coming. I should on the show. not have flown back to Culver City no, to do I, this. I really honestly, be it sounds like you cup. have you have three of the five new stadiums that you need to find. Hey, yes. you're a busy guy. You're a busy guy. Uh, are either of you good at Where's Waldo or Magic Eyes? Uh, I'm okay. You know, Magic Eye. Do you want to come help me find some stadiums? <sighs> I'm busy next week. Yeah, I got a thing. Okay. Okay, then I guess I'll go back and look by myself. I'm sure yeah. you can do it, Louis. I can do it. I believe in myself. For you, the listeners of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another Weird Sportsman! Weird Sportsman. Who's weird today? This week's Weird Sportsman, Ed Hachuli. Ed Ed Hockley. Oh, man. Referee Ed Hockley. Oh, Ed, you can tell I work out Ed Hockley. The biceps that the NFL fell in love with. Oh, so you've heard of Ed Hockley. (laughs) Um, He's only our hero. (laughs) We all hope to be successful attorneys who can referee on the weekends and are buff. I thought that this was a deep cut, but I guess I'm wrong. (laughs) Uh, Edward G. Hockley, as I just learned, born December 25th, Christmas Day, 1950. He's the gift to all of us on that Christmas. Oh, he's old. Yeah, he's 64. You know? Dude's yeah. ripped. No, 63. He looks uh, pretty good for his age. Yeah. He's great for his age. <sighs> he's an attorney for the firm of Jones, Skelton, and Hakuli, <laughs> which is him, uh, since 1983, year after I was born, and has been an American football official in the NFL since 1990. Good for him. His uniform number, Actually, 85. not so good for him. But, but I didn't know that uh, referees had uniform numbers. He's 85. They do, don't they? Yep. Prior to his officiating career, he played college football for four seasons at the University of Texas, El Paso. 
UTEP. UTEP. You, you, yeah. Uh, Hercule is one of the most. We tap. (laughs) We all tap. Uh, He's one of the most recognizable and respected on-field officials. That Uh, should have tipped you (laughs) off to us knowing him. Yeah, Yeah, but still, he's a ref. Come on. Recognizable on board with. He's the only referee whose name I know. (laughs) Do they have a source cited for most respectable official? Uh, No, because it's a fact that's proven. We should probably question them about that. He's He's respected. The players respect him. Do they? Yeah, because he's ripped. And players are like, <laughs> dude, you're like 60. That's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. He is best known for his noticeably athletic slash muscular physique. <laughs> Boom. And for explaining on-field rulings in a manner that is comprehensive, but also clear and concise. You know what? I will give Ed that. He has yep. always done that. He's not all looks. He's got a little brain behind that. Blown a lot of calls, but he was comprehensive. Oh, they all have. Yeah, they all have. That's fair. In a poll conducted by ESPN in 2008, Hakuli tied fellow referee Mike Carey for best referee. There you go. And I'm su- I assume that's the players being voted. I assume so, yeah. Which is pretty cool. So he had an early life. He had a family. He was an attorney. His officiating fishing- career had early years. He had an NFL career. He had a rise to refereedom. 2001. There was an rise to refereedom. Yep. When he are had- they going to come out with the PlayStation game? Yep. NFL officiating the rise to refereedom create your own avatar and rise to the nfl (laughs) yeah he had noticeable games including two super bowls but then he had a controversial calls boom several on september 14 2008 hakuli officiated a now infamous game hockey 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 and he's like hercules yes hockey he's like hercules but without the r yep officiated a now infamous game between the San Diego Chargers and the Denver Broncos, Mm -hmm. which became notable for a highly controversial call near the end of regulation play. Mm -hmm. The call came with a minute 17 left in the game. Well, Denver was in possession of the ball and the San Diego one yard at the San Diego one yard line, trailing the Chargers by seven points. It is a close game. It is a very close game on the second down play. Denver quarterback Jay Cutler fumbled the ball, and it was recovered by San Diego linebacker Tim Dolbins. Oh, you me, Tim Dolbins. <laughs> oh, yeah. He oh. was, in fact, a Cockney orphan. Oh, so. little Timmy Dolbins. <laughs> Ed Hookily blew his whistle during play. <laughs> you say Hookily? Hookily. <laughs> you haven't pronounced that name the same way twice. Signaling, I'm your Hookily. Signaling that play was dead mm-hmm. and ruling an incomplete pass. Hercules admitted his mistake <laughs> and spotted the ball at the point of fumble, but could not award possession to San Diego, mm-hmm. and the play was not reviewable under the then-current instant replay rules. That was It was a big controversy. Big issue. Chargers head coach Norv Turner. Hey, Norv. Yeah, that guy by the way, moron. that's what everyone calls him, who Norv, have had their team Norv. coached by him. They yeah. refer to him as Norv Turner. He is not well-liked. It's a dumb name. Uh, uh, Chargers head coach Norv Turner said later in the game, Ed came over to me and he said he blew it. And to me, that's not acceptable. That's what a person named Norv would sound like. I think you're giving him too much credit. Hachioli responded to the situation in writing, (laughs) affecting the outcome of the game is a devastating feeling. Officials strive for perfection. I failed miserably. Just like a lawyer. 
fessed up to his mistake. Yeah, you know what? You got to give him credit for that. I would say that does not happen enough in yeah. officiating in the Sucked major it professional up, sports and, yeah. and it honestly should because yeah. if I think if more people did it, then people would get also, more Also, he owned it. up, and then it was only through the current rules at the time that he could not correct the problem. Right. Right. There was a problem with the rules. Uh, Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones was even fined $25,000 for publicly criticizing Hachala. <laughs> the NFL passed a rule the following offseason uh, allowing such plays to be reviewable under the instant replay rule for the 2009 NFL season. Speaking to referee in November 2009, Huchuli told that's, the That's magazine, a magazine. Yep, referee, the magazine. magazine. Uh, who he said, do we know who might actually get referee magazine? Joel. Uh, to find out how to cheat. <laughs> okay, to it was really an easy play. I've thought many times why I did what I did. The best explanation is it was almost like dyslexia. <laughs> I realized it was a fumble and did the wrong thing. I realized I was wrong. Nothing I could do about it. He's being awfully hard on himself. Also, yeah. I don't see how that's like dyslexia. Yeah. I, yeah. Maybe I don't know enough about dyslexia. but I don't know if that's analogous. Yeah. yeah. But that's his sad, sad, failed career. That's not true. He did fine. Yeah. And that brings it into another Weird Sportsman! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to close another sports. 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 Podcast. Uh, I hope we get Chris Humphreys back. Yeah. We're going to pause our normal thing here. You weren't here, Phil. Chris Humphreys. Wait, walked Chris out. Humphreys is still here? No, he no, walked out in a huff. He was really pissed off. What? Yeah, I think he was. What did you super do? Angry. You know, he kind of came in. He kind of smelled like alcohol. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's, he's such a nice guy. Though. He seemed to yeah. been drinking. I know he normally life must drink. be falling apart. It's not his falling. Ex, his ex oh, together. the Kim Kardashian thing. Yeah. yeah. You guys shouldn't have called him in. That was that was a that was kind of our fault. Yeah, uh, a little again. bit of a mistake on our part. Say, Phil, could you give us our contact information? Sure. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. That's sports, sports, sports podcast, gmail.com. You can tweet at us at sports, the number three podcast. That's at sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Facebook by searching sports or facebook.com slash sports, the number three podcast. You can find us on Stitcher Radio. Download the Stitcher app today at stitcher.com. Search sports, sports, sports podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com slash sports, the number three podcast. While you're there, please follow. Please leave a comment. We love SoundCloud. You can find us on iTunes by searching Sports the Number 3 Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number 3, all one word, Space Podcast. You can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedypodnet. Or you can find all of our back episodes at comedypodcastnetwork.com. You guys hear that? Nope. nope. The faint strains of Say Anything? What? Oh, look out the window. It, it's Chris Humphreys. He's holding a boombox and it's playing Say, Say anything, anything is the name of the movie. Or It's Peter Gabe. <laughs> you fuck. Oh, God <laughs> damn it. Lights are off. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.